0: Actually gonna make some a newscast. It's March thirteenth, twenty twenty two. Uh you know what's really weird? Is that I always say the date so people will be like, Oh, that's when Sam recorded it. That's like up to the point of news that they're recording. From. You know what I mean? But you guys listen to it the next day, so I almost feel like I should be like, Hey, it's it's May 14th or March 14th, you know what I mean? So I don't know. Let me know if you think that seems weird. I don't know. Quoco is the one who told me to say the date, like oh, that, I recorded it, you know. So, I don't know. That being said, welcome to the <laughs> another edition of the newscast. Hope you guys are enjoying uh, your commute to work, or if you're listening at work, or whatever. Happy Monday. That being said, um, when you are listening to this, it, it is March 14th, and I'd like to give a big happy birthday to my partner, Trisha. So, if you are on Discord, you know that she's on there. Uh, well, just give her a little happy birthday shout out. Why don't you? Um, she would very much enjoy it cause we both have to work and, uh, yeah, she couldn't start. She's, you know, it's her new job. So like she couldn't like use PTO to get it off. You know what I mean? But we did celebrate this weekend. Uh, had some friends over. It was really fun and went out for sushi. It was delicious. I'm still really full. I can't eat no more. Uh, but yeah, dude, if you happen to see Trisha lurking around the discord, Feel free to give her a little shout-out. Let's jump in to the news. And not a lot of nerdy news, you know what I mean? Um, but I do have uh, <clears throat> a lot of anime news. A lot. A lot of anime news. And I thought I would also talk about uh, Super Mario. Because it was Mario Day last week. Um on Thursday, and I thought, you know, what a good time to talk about Mario, and my favorite Mario games. So, let's just jump into it, shall we? And of course, I got some big, big stuff um, towards the end, but that being said, uh, let's just just jump in, let's just do it. Let's start with the non-anime news and nerdy news, and then we'll get into the anime news after. So, um, Blizzard is doing, they are decoupling, quote-unquote... Uh, Overwatch 2's PvP and PvE PC beta announced for April. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't know what decoupling means. Uh, Blizzard has announced that it is decoupling Overwatch 2's PvP and PvE experience in an effort to get PvP content into the hands of players faster. This news comes by way of Blizzard, which announced the news today in a press release that also reveals a PC PvP closed beta is happening this April. While it's closed, you can sign up to request access to the beta on playoverwatch.com, and if you're lucky enough, you'll be selected to participate in this PC beta late next month. Um, Yeah, that's cool, I guess. You know, I'm still not uh, playing Overwatch right now, so I don't really care. But, you know, for those who still are, I guess, here you go. Um, In the closed beta, you will be able to play the new hero, uh, Sojourn, or Sjorn. Sojourn. I'm probably saying it wrong, and I i apologize i think it's sojourn sojourn um but yeah uh you'll be able to do that along with some new maps and such um let's save that for the end jojo's bizarre adventure all-star battle if you've never played jojo's bizarre adventure all-star battle it was a 2d 3d fighting game on the ps3 where it was basically just all jojo's characters just you just fight, you just fight. It was cool. It was was the, it's the current, uh, fighting game for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and it's a pretty good one, I guess. Um, I personally am still partial and biased to the Capcom versions. Um, I do like this version. I've only played it a few times, though, so I didn't get to experience it as much as, uh, probably I should before I give a decent opinion. But, it's getting remastered. Uh, it's called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R, and you will be able to... It's got new characters and stuff. It's a remaster. Updated graphics, everything. <clears throat> Very cool. Uh-huh. Valkyrie Elysium is a new chapter in the Valkyrie Profile series. Uh, this was part of Sony's State of Play, and we will go over everything that was at the Sony State of Play. Um, but I just thought this was really cool because I haven't heard the name Valkyrie Profile in a long time. Um... But yeah, dude, Valkyrie Elysium looks pretty sweet. Uh-huh. This was another one, Dial Field Chronicle, that I think looks super sweet. Square Enix's uh, new tactical RPG. You know, it's probably gonna be nothing like you know Final Fantasy Chron or Final Fantasy Tactics, but this does look sweet because it kind of reminds me of Ark the Lad. If you've ever played any Ark the Lad games, especially Ark the Lad 4, it kind of reminds me of that a little bit. Uh, Ark the Lad is a really sweet series uh, if you've never played it. But yeah, Diofield Chronicle looks super cool. Overlord, Escape from Nazarick, game launch on Steam, Switch this summer, 2D action, side-scroller. Kind of looks a little Metroidvania-ish based on the anime Overlord. Um, The fourth season will premiere in July. But yeah, pretty cool. Metroidvania-style 2D action platformer. Players control Clementine, voiced by Aoyuki, and the Great Tomb of Nazarick. Clementine begins the game unarmed with amnesia, but players can regain her weapons and powers throughout the adventure. Her abilities include martial arts, magic, and parkour. Yeah, pretty sweet. Pretty sweet to, you know, like, any Metroidvania-style stuff is really cool. Disgaea 6 Complete version launches in North America. Uh, Yeah, the Complete versions of these games are just, like, remasters, you know, that they re-release, like, on... Newer consoles, so people can keep experiencing Disgaea. I've mentioned Disgaea many times already. Everyone, take a shot. You guys know I love it, but yeah, Di- Disgaea six. I've never played. I've never played four, five, or six. So I mean, I'm I know like what they're about, and I know I've seen some gameplay. But yeah, I got to get on those. I do love the first, uh, the first three though. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Kawabunga Collection features thirteen games. Now that sounds like a lot, but that's because some of them are like, they're like different platforms. So like, uh, you know, they're the same game on different the different platforms. But to, in their defense though, from platform to platform, the game is pretty different uh, still. So here are the games in it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade version. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time, the arcade version. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on NES uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game, NES, which was the NES ports of the first arcade game, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, the Manhattan Project, NES, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters, NES, yes, there was an NES version of it, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters for the Super Nintendo, the SNES. NES, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4, Turtles in Time, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Hyperstone Heist, which was on Sega Genesis. The Sega Genesis port of Tournament Fighters. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Fall of the Foot Clan, Game Boy. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Back from the Sewers, Game Boy. And TMNT 3, Radical Rescue, Game Boy. For $40. Okay. Um, but here are the features that it comes with. Um, save any time and Rewind, so Save States. Uh, New gameplay modes, boss rush, challenge mode, 11 Japanese regional titles, release versions, button mapping, HD texture updates, unique development and sketches, historic TMNT content, and probably one of the coolest parts, added online gameplay for certain games including TMNT Arcade, Turtles in Time Arcade, the Hyperstone Heist, and TMNT Tournament Fighters Super Nintendo. So we can play Tournament Fighters online with each other, which is super cool. Um, yeah, all for $40, which in my opinion is, I I don't know, it's not that bad, I guess. it's. I think it's pretty good. Um, you're basically getting every Ninja Turtles game ever made for the most part, you know, aside from like the, you know, ones like that were on GameCube, you know, that were based on the cartoon show and things like that. But I mean, for the most part, you're getting every classic Turtle game, you know, from arcade to The Sega Genesis to the Game Boy, you know, so pretty sweet, I guess and with the online added feature, I think that's really cool, you can play the arcade mode with with friends, I remember pumping so many quarters into Turtles in Time, dude when I was a kid, woo! Anyway, and also don't forget about Shredder's Revenge coming out soon, that's gonna be sweet, um Gundam Evolution uh, which was also revealed during the State of Play, um Six v six multiplayer matches, variety of different Gundam Gundams, um, competitive modes, point capture, domination, destruction, king of the hill, things like that. Very cool. I'm very excited for this. This is going to be very much kind of like you know Overwatch, uh, Valiant. You know what I mean? Uh, very sick. Like like Halo. I mean, I'm so excited. It's a first person shooter Gundam game. I'm I'm so hyped for this. It's going to be so so dope. Um, that was also shown more if we got more footage of it during the state of play. Uh, Square Enix Music puts extensive soundtrack library on YouTube Music. Uh, so, I mean, go there right now. YouTube Music. Go to uh, Square Enix Music YouTube channel and you can listen to all that. Oh, whoops. Speaking of Gundam, I should have said this. Uh, I guess Gundam is making a metaverse, having a virtual world. Uh, Bandai Namco has just invested 15 billion yen, which is about 130 million US dollars to create their own metaverse. That'll sport all the Gundam units and characters you can dream of. So you go to the Gundam metaverse and you can just hang out with Gundams. Pretty sweet. Uh, that was kind of random. I should have said that on the last thing, but uh, yeah, anyway, let's talk about this. Uh, everything at state of play. Let's mention this real quick. Uh, oh, Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi dropped a trailer. You should check that out. Very excited. Ewan McGregor. Let's go. Um, also, F-Zero X barrels to Nintendo Switch Online expansion pack this week. This was the F-Zero game on N64, which I don't I don't know if we got this in Japan. Or in Japan. In America. I think it only came out in Japan is what I meant to say. Um, but yeah, very cool. Um, and you can play it online. On, you know you can race with other people online so it's really sweet okay no seriously let's talk about uh everything mentioned at the state of play shall we uh there i don't really have any movie news really um there were some marvel things here and there uh but you know it, it i think it's you know it's stuff i can mention next week it's not it's not anything crazy that we haven't already talked about or whatever. I know the Batman came out and it was really cool, but yeah, uh, let's talk about everything talked about at the state of play. Uh, Sony, the, the PlayStation state of play. And yes, I do want to mention that I do know about the ongoing allegations happening over at Sony. And of course, just like blizzard, I think it's very disgusting. Uh, but I know a lot of people still watch the PlayStation state of play and are excited to buy these games as well. Uh, again, when things like this happen with these companies that we were supporting already for so long, you know, it's kind of, you know, use your discretion. You know what I mean? It's kind of up to you how you want to, how you want to handle that kind of thing, you know? So, but anyway, um, everything at the state of play, Exo Primal, a game where dinosaurs fall from the sky and you fight them off in an exo suit. Yeah. That is from Capcom coming to PS4, PS5 in 2023. Ghostwire Tokyo, coming out 25th of this month. I know a lot of people have been excited for that one. Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin, which is basically the isekai Final Fantasy game where a regular person gets transported to the Final Fantasy world and is basically you're playing you're basically playing Final Fantasy one. But as this character, Jack, I think his name is Forspoken. We talked about this a couple months ago. This is that new game by Square Enix where you play the girl Frey and you get these new magical powers. Gundam Evolution, we just mentioned that. The Kawabunga Collection for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, we just mentioned that too. Giga, the Gigabash. This is a kaiju brawler coming to PS4 and PS5 later this year. Looks a lot like the Godzilla game from some years ago, probably the one on GameCube, Destroy All Monsters or whatever. Um, this looks pretty cool. I'm, you know, I love kaiju shit. This looks pretty, pretty ridiculous in terms of like what you can do. Um, it looks very much like that Godzilla game, except. I think the camera angles look a little better, and you can do crazier shit than you can, uh, you could in the Godzilla game. But yeah, very cool. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All Star Battle R. We just talked to that too. Trek to Yomi. Uh, this is uh, kind of like it's a samurai movie video game kind of experience. You play the samurai. It's kind of like a Kurosawa movie. Um, looks really cool. Returnal. We talked about this one a couple. Uh, a bit ago, Uh, 22nd of March. Dialfield Chronicle, we just mentioned. Valkyrie Elysium, we just mentioned. But yeah, pretty cool. If you'd like to see that, you can go on their YouTube channel and watch the whole thing. Or just type in trailers for any of the games. You know, just Google trailers. That's what I do all the time. Let's talk about Super Mario. Universal Studios Hollywood sets US debut date for Super Nintendo World, y'all. Yes. Remember we talked about... We, we were hyping up... The, the Super Nintendo World, Super Mario World in Japan, and we kept going, oh, you know, maybe they'll do it in America. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe they'll do it in America. And na- here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Universal Studios Hollywood will open Super Nintendo World in 2023. Universal announced today construction is already underway on what will be the first Super Nintendo World in the United States. Universal Studios, the first Super Nintendo World opened in Japan, at the Japan Park in 2021. The U.S. debut of Super Nintendo World at Universal Studios Hollywood promises to transport theme park guests and Nintendo fans into the world of Mario, Luigi, and Princess Peach to become part of their compelling universe. And Universal Studios Orlando will also get a Super Nintendo World at some point. So very cool. Very cool. Uh, And they're also uh, putting out, so like we the Super Mario Legos, you know. They have now made a Princess Peach character. Uh, comes out with her... They're going to make a set with her castle. So you can play as Princess Peach. Very cool. And I thought um, it was very cool that this year... I don't know where. Um, I don't, was this on Twitter or something? I don't know. But somebody released like a background planning sheet for the Super Mario games and the original Super Mario game and it looks like amazing it's like a little fucking you know they have the it's like a little grid and they have the number of squares that you can color certain colors and whatever right and it just looks really amazing and the 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 video game and screens that we see in each Mario game is in these drawings it's so amazing you know it's just really cool and it's just makes you think how they came up with it Um uh, but yeah, the it's God, I gotta find it. Uh, I gotta I gotta see if I can find that so I can I can show it to you guys. It's so sick. It's so dupe it's so dope. Just or just Google, you know, Super Mario BG planning sheet. Um, you know, it's got like these little Japanese notes at the top, you know, and it's super cool. Um, I thought that I would talk about uh my favorite Mario games of all time. Uh, and keep in mind that these are kind of like, you know, I don't know. I think this is just my personal list, my personal opinion, you know, it's whatever. Um, but I would, I would just quickly want to go through my top five if I could. And this is me not having played some of the newer ones. So take this list with a grain of salt, you know, cause I could play one of the newer ones and be like, nah, this one's number one, you know? Um, but number five for me is super Mario world. Some people will say that's blasphemy. Like, why isn't that a higher? Super Mario World is a classic. It's because at number four, I have Super Mario World, uh, two Yoshi's Island. Uh, Yoshi's Island is a sweet game. It's very fucking cool. It's it's tops. I don't know. It's just really fucking good. <laughs> like the the whole concept of saving Baby Mario. You're playing Yoshi throughout the whole thing. The art style, the crayon drawing art style, is just super good. Um, number three for me is Super Mario. Uh, oh, shoot, what is it called? I can't believe I already forgot what it's fucking called, dude. The fucking water one. Super Mario Sunshine on GameCube. Yeah. Or you go to Isle Delfino and you put out, you clean up the graffiti, the Bowser graffiti, and whatever. My number two is Super Mario, uh, New Super Mario Brothers Wii, or Wii U uh that game is sweet because it was just an updated super mario game it was really fun i had tons of fun playing it it was it was it's great it's one of the greatest mario games ever in my opinion um some honorable mentions i guess hmm let me think some honorable mentions mario all-stars kind of encompasses all of them so it's kind of cheating i guess but, uh, Super Mario Bros. 3, that's up there, that's really good, uh, Super Mario, uh, Land, uh, on the Game Boy is really good, you know, I'm a portable freak, so, like, that was really cool, uh, Super Mario 64 is up there, too, I guess, I just didn't know where to fit it out of the ones I've already listed, because I like them a bit more, but, yeah, 64 is obviously really good, um, mario teaches typing i had a lot of fun with when i was a kid um it did not teach me typing very much as much as you know i would you would think it would but um yeah my number one super mario game is super mario rpg legend of the seven stars uh oh yeah no actually super paper mario on the wii is really good as well i might put that instead of mario sunshine i don't know either way my number one is super mario rpg legend of the seven stars If you've never played that game, it's where Nintendo and Square, before Square was Square Enix, um, they came together. Nintendo basically went up to Square and said, we need you to develop this game for us. We've wrote the script. We've wrote the story. But you guys know how to do RPGs amazingly. And we we want you to come on here and do this fucking thing. And so Square was like, we got it. We fucking got you, dude. And they came out with this game that was amazing. You, if you need an introduction to like old school JRPGs, like you're intimidated by, I'm like, Oh man, I come from, you know, final fantasy, you know, nine final fantasy 10, uh, you know, and beyond, you know, I I don't know. I want to go back to these older ones, but I'm afraid they might be too hard, you know, whatever. And they're not honestly. Um, but super Mario RPG is a great introduction into super Nintendo JRPG games. And you have, you know, you, you start as Mario. Basically, what happens is the prologue, or that you're, or the, yeah, the prologue is you're Mario, you're going to Bowser's castle for the 15th millionth time to re- rescue Peach. And a big sword named Exor comes down and pierces Bowser's castle and basically says, This is mine now. And from here, we're going to take over the world. And it kicks Bowser, Mario, and Peach out all over the all over the world, and you have to like go and find them. And you know, by the end of it, Bowser's on your squad, your party. You can exchange party members. There's two other secondary characters that were made for the game that you can switch out with Gino and Mallow. And you basically have a three-person team in each battle. And it's very, it's a turn-based, you know, battle system. Very cool. Uh, it's a very fun game. Definitely recommend. I think, I don't know if it's on Super Nintendo Online. I'm not sure if it is or not, like on the Switch Online thing. I don't know if it is or not. But that's my number one game. I plan on replaying it very soon. It's a very sick game. Anyway. woo, woo. Let's get into it, shall we? Let's do the anime news. But first uh, That's where you can listen to everything, find everything, find all the links of where to go, where to find us and where to hang out with us and such. The discord link is there. It's one of my favorite links on there. And thank you to the homies over at Funimation for hooking us up with, uh, some Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, materials to, to talk about, uh, how it's going to be released in an English subtitle, international release dates, uh, March 16th for France, Belgium, and Luxembourg. uh, Germany, Austria, and Switzerland on March 29th. Um, The anime film will open in English subtitles and English dub in the U.S. uh, and Canada on March 18th. So literally this week, um, you can go online, probably to Funmation's website, or Crunchyroll's website, and see where you can find those. Um, But yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, the prequel to what we're seeing right now it's 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 a big part of the story you know more than some people hear a prequel and they think oh like we don't need this and maybe you don't but it actually does add a lot to you know the the story and and it will much later on as well so it's super cool um but yeah shout out to the homies over at Funimation and Crunchyroll for uh sending us some you know stills and extra trailers that we got to see very cool uh, it already opened in Japan, and I heard it's doing really good. So, that being said, let's jump into the anime news. But first, uh, this is for voice actor Norihiro Inoue. He passed away due to cancer. Uh, he was in some live action shows. Um, he did uh, Tokugawa Yoshinobu. Uh, he did a lot of voice acting, and he did the voice of Atlas in Met- Metropolis anime film. He, did, uh, he was in Gunslinger Girl. He voice the teacher in Negima. He was in a bunch of stuff. So this one's for you, my friend. Let's get it on. Whoo! black Clover anime film opens in 2023. That's pretty cool, man. I didn't know there was going to be a film. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know nothing about black Clover, but for those of you who are, who are, uh, who are into black Clover, the manga creator, Yuki Tabata is serving as the chief supervisor and character designer for the movie. So that's going to be cool. Spy, class right, spy, spy, spy Classroom Light Novel Series gets TV anime. Uh, Yen Press describes the novel as following a devastating military conflict. Countries fight their wars in the shadows. One unusual spy, Klaus, has never failed on the job despite his quirks. And he's building a team to take on an impossible mission, one with over 90% chance of failure. However, his chosen members are all wash washes with no practical experience. They have to use every trick in the book and some that aren't to prove they're up to the task. Yeah, seems pretty cool. I don't know. It looks it looks sick, just like I don't know, just like the visual that's here. Uh but yeah. Spy classroom. Uh Love Live Superstar Anime Season 2 slated for July. I myself do not like Love Live at all, but for the people who are into it, that's coming in July, season two. Uh, the guy who wrote Beck, Harold Saku- Sakuishi, will continue his Gorilla Man 40 manga Uh as a serialization starting on the 17th issue of Karancha's Weekly Young magazine. Um, I, I was, I think it was under a different, different, under a different magazine, but yeah, he's continuing the manga, uh, as a two-chapter manga in 2020 as part of the 40th anniversary celebrations for Weekly Young magazine under Gorilla Man 40, But yeah, apparently it's this guy. His face looks like a gorilla. I don't know what it's about, really. But uh, he launched the original manga in 1988. uh, As his debut work, it centers on Satoharu Ikido, or the titular Gorilla Man. He transfers into a new high school, and even though he's very shy, he for some reason gets along with the delinquents in his class. His classmates nickname Gorilla Man based on how he looks. Gorilla Man 40 follows Satoharu at 40 years old. Oh, okay, that makes sense. But yeah, there you go. Gorilla Man. Uh, Fortune Favors Lady Nekuko, Sunny Boy, Odd Taxi, More Win More win Media Arts Awards. The Animation Division. Okay. Grand Prize was the 4th Wall Animated Short Film by Mabube Kalai from Iran. The Excellence Award, Dozens of Norths, Anime Film by Koji Yamamura. Fortune Favors Lady Nekuko, Anime Film, uh... That was also the excellence award by Sanma Akaishi and Ayuma Watanabe. Letter to a Pig, animated short film by Tal Kantor from Israel. Sunny Boy TV anime series by Shingo Natsume. Uh, Sunny Boy, of course. That was all. That all got the excellence awards. Social Impact Award, Pui Pui Molcar, animated TV series by Tomiko Misato. The New Face Award, Odd Taxi by Kazuya Konamoto and Baku Kinoshita. A Bite of Bone, short anime film by Honami Yano. Yala, animated short film by Nayla Nassar, Edward Petula, Renaud de saint Alban, Cécile Adant, and Anaya Sassatelli in France. And Manga Division. The grand prize for the Manga Division, Golden Raspberry by Aki Mochida. The Excellence Awards went to Darwin Jihen by Shun Umezawa. Dead Dead, Demons, Dead Dead Destruction by Inio Asano. Uh, Hokyoku Hyakuten no concierge by Tsuchika Nishimura The Best We Could Do An Illustrated Memoir by T. Bui from the United States Social Impact Award onono no Sono no Hoshi by Yamawayama New Face Award Kitsunito Totanaki to Iyanazuke uh, by Seichi Tokiwa Kodogaro Kyodai, Rolling Siblings by Subum- Subumi Bori subumi mori and lost lad london by shin yashima yeah very cool always cool to see like what what thing what these things win awards for and like if we should be reading them or not very excited i want to read golden raspberry and uh i'm pretty sure that our manga club was reading uh destruction and they loved it so i definitely want to peep game on that as well uh, Toshio Suzuki and Renzo Kinoshita, Sayako Kinoshita honored at 49th Annual Annie Awards. Pretty cool. Netflix's Castlevania got, uh, was nominated for Best best Effects, but Arcane won the award. Hasoda's Bell also received nominations in Best Direction, Best Effects, Best Production. Um, Yoki Kojima and Yuto Bando's Music for Popel of Chimney Town was also nominated. Star Wars Vision Anime's The Duel, um from kamikaze doga was nominated as best tv but arcane won the award uh arcane seemed to be sweeping shit damn dude calm down but yeah pretty cool um we'll talk about that towards the end because that's really huge uh journal of anime and manga studies joins directory of open access journals the journal of anime and manga studies jams Is dedicated to the scholarly analysis of anime manga cosplay and the fandom surrounding these areas for researchers and those interested in anime and its culture as an open access journal jams aims to reach an audience of scholars both inside and outside the academy uh, encouraging public engagement through the digital humanities so the staff of the jams announced on march 1st that the journal has joined the directory of open access journals uh, the Directory of Open Access Journals is an independent directory that launched in 2003. It indexes roughly 17,500 peer-reviewed open-access journals covering the fields of science, technology, medicine, social sciences, arts, and humanities, and now will be including uh, anime and manga with the Journal of Anime and Manga Studies. So that's really sick. I, I would love to contribute to that in some way if I could. Um, so if you didn't hear about this, uh, Somari and the Guardian of the Forest, uh, Somali and the Forest Spirit, the mangaka Yako uh, Gureshi posted on Twitter on Friday, discussing the status of their manga, and he stated they cannot restart the manga now due to the Japanese manga industry and my lack of my lack of ability. He explained that the manga required a lot of staff, but manga creators themselves are the ones who pay the salaries of their assistants, and currently Gureishi is unemployed and has no money and no income. Gureshi stated that they need to own a big studio and be able to pay their staff in order to resume the series, but added that they are currently destitute. Um so he kind of reached out and everyone and said, Hey, you know, we we you know share this to sh- to show that we want to work on it again, that we want support, and things like that. And then it came out that he's gonna launch a new manga on April twenty sixth. Manga creator Yako Goreshi is listing on their Pixiv fanbox account that they will launch a new manga on the webcomic Xenyon site on April twenty-sixth. Um they launched Samari and the Guardian of the Forest in twenty fifteen. And published the manga six compiled volume in April 2019. Um, he asked fans to support so that they might be able to resume the series someday. So yeah, if you'd like to support him, you know maybe read this new manga he's got coming out on Webcomic Xenion on April 26, and then you know <clears throat> with enough support he'll be able to resume Somali and the Forest Spirit and you know hopefully finish it. Uh, you know as the series is still going. So we finally. Got a trailer for Tiger and Bunny 2, uh, Tiger and Bunny 2 Precious Eve event on Saturday, debuted the new trailer for Tiger and Bunny 2, the sequel anime, um, very excited for this, we got some new heroes, and of course, the OGs, um, you know, fucking Barnaby, and uh, I already forgot his name, Tiger, you know, um, but yeah, like, very excited for that, I can't wait for that. Uh, we did a review of Tiger and Bunny, and you should absolutely watch it if you haven't yet. I think it's really cool. A sentence of a bookworm anime season three. New video unveils now Tayoma's opening song. Uh, yeah, this is coming out, I believe... Let's see... This spring, so Spring Hype. Season three for Spring Hype. Let's go. Some more Spring Hype for you. Magia record, Poya, Magia, Madoka, Magica, Side Story, Final Season... So the four-episode season airs on One Nights with Claris, tri first new song collaboration in the springtime, April 3rd debut. So there you go. The Demon Girl Next Door, second season, also for this spring. So if you like that shit. Pokemon anime gets one-hour special on April 1st for 25th anniversary. The special will feature the sibling characters Citron and Eureka, or Clevant and Bonnie, who featured in the XY and XYZ series. Uh, Yuki Kaji replies as the role of Citron and Maria Issei, uh, reprises the role of Eureka in the special. Uh, yeah, very cool. And Ash will be in it too, I'm sure. Dragon Ball Symphonic Adventure orchestral concert. For those of my friends in California, in the LA area, or even just in California in general, or, or in you know Nevada or the surrounding states, uh, orchestral concert in Los Angeles on May 21st. Toy Animation and Overlook events announced on Tuesday that the Dragon Ball Symphonic Adventure live orchestral concert series will open at the Microsoft Theater in Los Angeles on May 21st. Tickets for the show went on sale Friday. So, yeah, get it out. Chaos Child and Chaos Head Games launched for Switch on West in October 7th. So if you've never played the – this is part of the science trilogy of, uh, you know, Steins Gate and uh, Robotics Notes. If you've never played the games and you want to, uh, here's a good way to play both of them on one game on the Switch. Uh, Wow Corporation's Tongari Atsuma no Gonta film screens on June 3rd. Uh, The film is based on Takeshi Nakamoto's book Fukushima Yome Wanka or Hitotsuka Getsu no Hisai Inu Tongari Atsuma no Gonta. Um, The book centers on the titular dog Gonta and the dog owners. After Gonta is left behind reluctantly by his family in Namai, Fukushima during the evacuation due to the 2011 Tochiko earthquake and the tsunami disaster... Gonta's family rallies a rescue team to save all the pets left behind. Oh man, it's gonna make me cry. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like *Homeward Bound*. If you're interested in *Homeward Bound*, you should watch it. It's on Disney Plus. *Evangelion* 3.0 plus 1.0 film wins Japan Academy of Film Prize Animation of the Year. Let's go, dude! Uh, the Japan Academy Film Prize Association for Excellence in Film revealed on Friday that AVA 3.0 plus 1.0 *Thrice Upon a Time*. Anime Film won the Animation of the Year for the 45th Annual Japan Academy Film Prizes. The other nominees were Bell, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, Fortune Favors Lady Nekuko, and Sing a Bit of Harmony. Um, Bell actually won Best Music Award, and the association, association honored the film's composers Ludwig Forsell, Taisei Iwasaki, and Yuta Bando. And Thrice Upon a Time also won the Popularity Award. Um, Live-action films of manga, the Association honored Tokyo Revengers, uh, Mio Amada and Honey Lemon Soda's Ai Yoshikawa for Best New Actress and What Did You Eat Is Hayato Isamura for Best New Actor. Very cool. Lifetime Achievement Awards. Mitsuko Kuse- Kusebe, Natsuko Toda, um, Masako Nozawa, the voice actress, and Tsutomo Yamazaki, who's an actor. Uh, Yasau Otsuka, who's an animator, won a Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, they... Uh, did a lot of character design and stuff for for Lupon Magic Boy, Panda Go Panda, Ramen Fighter Mickey, things like that. So pretty cool. They've been in the business for a long time. Uh, let's see. Uh, speaking of Hideaki Yano, by the way, uh, him and Yutari Hikaru had like an, a live, like an, I think it was Instagram Live or something. But they had like a discussion on instagram live they like it was very cool uh, i love you hikaru and they got to do you know all of the theme songs for all the evangelion movies so super cool i love them both they're both amazing obviously Hideaki Anno talks future of evangelion franchise and anniversary q and a um the evangelion franchise staff celebrated the first anniversary of thrice upon a time the program includes a fan Q&A session with answers directly provided by series director Hideaki Anno, some of which address the future of the franchise. The main story of Evangelion is firmly over, according to Anno's answer to the question is, is this really the end of Evangelion? His response, I've already ended it three times, I think it's time to call it a day. Um, nevertheless, Anno did state that he welcomes others creating Evangelion-related stories, citing the Evangelion Another Impact short for the Japan Animator Expo, which we reviewed by the way, Uh, project in 2015 the short can be watched through the ava extra app uh note although the app is available outside of japan the interface is only in japanese so just be aware um but yeah i i agree if you listen to me and mario's um if you're a patron you can listen to it uh we did like a reaction kind of like immediate review uh you know like two days after we watched it um about it, and we did say. I mean, I did say in that as well. Me and Mario both agreed. Yeah, I think it was. It was time for like. I think it was time for us to let it go, you know. And um, I did a lot of things to celebrate Evangelion this year. I bought art books. I got a tattoo of Ava Unit One on my arm. Uh, you know, talked about it many times. Rewatched all the movies. Watched the last movie. I did a lot of things to kind of get my even my Ava's out you know what I mean and uh yeah I, I I might release that podcast just because it's been it's been so long now I think people want to I think it's okay for people other people to hear it but I, I might release that as kind of a, a treat you know like hey this is what you get if you're a patron but yeah anyway sciencerus Yuri deco TV anime we finally got like a an actual like teaser for this that actually shows what we got going on and damn it looks cool this looks like another you know, thing that could be kind of like, like Dino coil kind of, or something like that. Or am I mixing it up with Kaiba? I don't know. It looks definitely more, not as surreal as those, but definitely pretty cool. I'm interested to see where this goes. Um, The tagline and the visual above reads, I'm a ghost, but I still exist. Um, It doesn't really say what it's about too much. Neither does the trailer, but at least we got more footage in this trailer. So very cool. Shin IkitoSen, they're. I didn't know they were making a new, uh, you know, IkitoSen. But May seventeenth, the official website for the IkitoSen franchise began streaming the main promotional video on Friday for the television anime adaptation of Yuji Shiozaki's Shin IkitoSen manga. The video reveals that the anime will premiere on May seventeenth and will have three episodes. Um. So yeah, I don't know if this is like, is it like a sequel or? The manga centers around Hakufu Sonsaku, a high school student who possesses a magatama that allows her to channel the spirit of the warrior Sunsei from China's Three Kingdoms era. Uh, She fights students from other schools, each bearing their own magatama, embodying a different hero from the era. Yeah, I have not seen Akitosen all the way. I love it's a little bit fan service so that's kind of what I like about it uh, but, you know but like it's also just cuz like it's it's like it's like martial arts kind of fighting shade it kind of reminds mm-hmm. me of Tenjō Tange, what Tenjō Tenge should have been in my opinion Ikitos and Western Wolves is the newest anime entry of the franchise uh oh that was in 2019 I guess okay yeah I don't know I should rewatch watch man maybe I'll maybe I'll watch that uh Jujutsu Kaisen manga takes one week break due to author's poor health the official twitter account for Gege Akutami Announced on Thursday that the manga is taking a week uh, a week hiatus due to Akatami's poor physical health. He is currently recovering. The chapter that was scheduled to launch in the 15th issue of Shushis Weekly Shōnen Jump magazine on March 14th will now come out on March 19th. So that was going to come out today, but it's coming out next week instead. And I just something about manga, man. It just I don't know. We consume, consume, and consume manga, and then we hear stories like we hear we hear about Togashi. You know what I mean? We hear about Mangaka's dying, you know, at like 50, 60, some years old. And I don't know. Hopefully he's okay. You know, it, it's just a week. So maybe it's thing too crazy. Maybe he just needed a week off. So hopefully it's okay. I don't know. Weekly, weekly chapters seems pretty daunting. Like when you think about how much that goes into, I don't know. It's crazy. isekai one turn kill Nissan, manga, novel series gets anime. Um... The story follows Asahi Ikusaba, a high school student who who got lost and ended up in another world. He has knowledge of video games and fantasy worlds, but he is weak and does not have any cheat abilities. Um he finds his older sister Mayu in the other world, and she has the strongest cheat ability and also has a brother complex. Oh god. Man. I think the main the, the girl character Mayu looks fucking cool. But after reading that, I'm like, damn, never mind. I don't know if I wanna <laughs> I don't know if I wanna do that. Um Yoshikazu Yasuhiku Kokuru's Doan Gundam uh, Kukuru's Don film is probably his final Gundam screen project. In a talk event for the Mobile Suit Gundam Kukuru's Doan's Island, anime film on Wednesday, director Yoshikazu Yasuhiko said that the film is probably the final time I adapted Gundam for the screen. He added that the Gundam franchise to him will always mean the first Mobile Suit Gundam anime, and that directing the film left him with no more regrets. He added that he was not necessarily going to retire, but he was currently happy with himself in the film. Yeah, this is a continuation of, um, of Mobile Suit Gundam, I believe. Um, it takes place after, like, the Mobile Suit Gundam original series. Uh, Mobile Suit Gundam: The Origin anime is his last anime, um, and he launched a new manga series titled Inui no Tatsumi Siberia Shibuhishi, uh, which is similarly billed as the final new series. So, yeah, I mean, he's he's had a long fucking, he's had a long fucking life, man you know, uh, he's done a lot, you know, if, if it wasn't for him, woo, uh, a blaze announced on Wednesday that it will publish Cedric Biscay, Harumi Sanazaki, and Daito Nishitara's Blitz manga in English on September 14th on Shonen Jump Plus, uh, Shonen Jump Plus launched the manga in April 2020, um, it's about a dude in chess club, so yeah, pretty cool it looks cool it's the first time i'm hearing about it so i thought hey i gotta fucking tell people about this this looks sick um love after world domination uh this is coming out this spring and i'm very excited for this i've talked about it many times but this is the one with the because i thought it was actually airing this season it's actually coming out in spring so i got confused but this is the one with like the sentai warriors and the main red guy falls in love with the main uh villain lady and it's like a romeo and juliet kind of thing but yeah, so I just watched Turning Red today, by the way. I thought it was a really great Disney Pixar film. And there is a part in it that's a little shout out to the girl who led through time, which we just reviewed, by the way. And so Mamoru Hosoda saw that and drew uh, Belle and May and uh, May Lin uh, in a little drawing and posted it on Twitter and was like, he basically gave a shout out to uh, director Domi Shi, and said, "Dude, you did awesome in that movie. That was great. Uh, you're you're amazing. That's that's awesome." And yeah, Domi Shi is did a really good job. I think I think um, I think what she tried to put on film was something that she experienced as a, as a Chinese Canadian, you know, because it's it is a Chinese Canadian movie. Uh, or I mean, it's, it's a movie that takes place in Toronto about a Chinese Canadian family in 2002. And I think, uh, I think she tried to kind of put that on screen and and she just did it really well. And it was really cool. And there's a little shout out to the girl who led through time on it. So Mamoru Hosoda was like, dude, GGs, that's awesome. And so he drew this little thing and I thought that was super sick, but yeah. Game creator Hideo Kojima, manga creator Fumi Yoshinaga, win Agency Cultural Affairs Media Arts Awards. Um, Yoshinaga serialized Oku the Inner Chambers in Hakusensha's Melody Magazine from 2004 to 2020, and he got an award for it. So that's pretty sick. And Kojima also got a Cultural Fair Media Arts Awards uh, for... The Minister of Education, Culture, Sports, Science, Technology, Fine Arts recommendations awards, um, pretty sweet. So, yeah. Netflix's live-action One Piece series adds six cast members. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't, uh, I don't know too much about too much about One Piece, um, but I know what they look like. Um, I know that, uh, this guy who is going to play Luffy kind of has a Luffy looking face. Uh, Ma Kenyu is playing Roranora Zero. Uh, Emily Rudd is playing Nami. Uh, Jacob Romero Gibson is playing Usopp. He kind of looks like him, honestly. Uh, Taz Skyler is playing Sanji. Uh, this is a live action Netflix, Netflix thing. Uh, you know, we've seen what they did with Cowboy Bebop, so who knows, you know what I mean? Like, I guess that's kind of a thing you might expect, who knows, but, yeah, we'll see. Um, I'm kind of feeling like I might take a dive into One Piece, the manga, so, I don't know. You let me know. I might, uh, maybe, uh, maybe I'll just blaze through it. That's, what's it, like, 100 volumes or something like that? Let me, oh, I'm sorry, let me fucking Google it right quick. <laughs> let me Google it right quick, dog. Hold on a sec. How many volumes is it? Oh, 101. Okay, I was close. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, that could be interesting, so we'll see what happens. Tomodachi Game TV anime reveals ending theme song and artist. This is also some April hype for you. This looks like some crazy shit. I don't know. The story is based on Makoto Yamaguchi's original concept. It centers on Yuichi Katagiri, a young man with a perfect student life who has four friends with difficult lives. His peaceful daily life comes to an end when 2 million yen in, a school, trip, in school trip fees goes missing. Riddles unfold as Yuichi gets caught up in a mysterious game for money and must decide whether friendship or money matters more. Yeah, it's kind of like some, like, noir whodunit weird shit. Who knows, you know? Kind of Ronpa ish a little bit. It looks cool. Poker-themed high-card anime. Yes. Uh, this is coming out, uh, I think, next, what is it, this year? I think it's this year. It doesn't say But uh, Pretty Boy's doing fucking poker, dude. That's all you need to know. TMS Entertainment. It's called High Card. Um, uh, After discovering that his orphanage was on the brink of closing, due to financial stress, Finn, who was living freely on the streets, set out for a casino with the aim of making a fortune. However, nothing could have prepared Finn for the nightmare that was awaiting him. Once there, Finn encountered a car chase and, and a bloody shootout caused by a man's lucky card and he will eventually learn what the shootout was about, the World Order can be controlled by a set of 52 X-playing cards um, with the power to bestow different superhuman powers and abilities to the ones that possess them. With these cards, people can access the hidden power of the buddy that can be found within themselves. Yeah, if they call it the buddy. I don't know. But it looks cool. It's like, I don't know. I, it looks very, very bold, very comic-ish, kind of. You got all these different, like, kind of Sentai-ish a little bit. Like, each character has, like... You know, different colored suit and I don't know, it looks cool. Vinland Saga animation director unveils 3D CG graduation project. Former wit studio animator and animation director, Sachiki Matsumoto, uh, recently shared on Twitter and YouTube, a 3D CG animation titled Rebirth that she created as her graduation project for Digital Hollywood University in Tokyo. Uh, I'm going to have to give that a watch. I thought that was really cool. Matsumoto further detailed that the animation is created using a combination of Maya, ZBrush, After Effects, and TV Paint, among other digital tools, and it took about four months to make. Yeah, that looks really sweet. I'm going to give that a watch. I should have watched it before I did this newscast. My apologies. But yeah, that looks super sweet. The official website for Data Live 4, Spring Hype. I still haven't seen Data Live 3, y'all. I'm going to have to catch up so I can watch Data Live 4. But yeah, if you're into Data Live, the fourth series coming out in spring. So let's talk about this. Um, this is pretty crazy. So I don't know all the details. Okay. So, but basically Toy and Animation announced on Friday on March 6th. And I, 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 I guess I didn't catch this back then. Or, you know, I don't know if it was either if the news was even out last week. But it, March 6th is when it happened. Um, An unauthorized third-party access the company's network, which resulted in a suspension of part of the company's systems. Toei Animation is investigating the matter and added that the hack will affect the broadcast schedules for One Piece, Dragon Quest Adventure of Die, Delicious Party Precure, and Digimon Ghost Game Anime. Um, so I would say, you know, if you're into those four anime, look into them, uh, you know, when they come out. I'm not sure... What the hack is about, um, I know when the hack happened, they were talking like, okay, this might potentially delay some things. And now, uh, it has been updated recently to say, yes, these four anime are going to get delayed. Um, it has not come out like what the hack was for or what the goal was or whatever, but the online store and internal systems temporarily shutting down as a safety measure, um, Because, like, the hack happened, and as a a safety measure, they auto-shut down themselves. So it has reportedly affected production schedules as well. So they're actively working with a security company to investigate whether the hack affected user and client data. So I don't know what user and client data they might be talking about. I don't know if they're talking about, like, you know, like the Monica that have anime with them or... Um, people they've done other work for, like studios that they've, you know, animated things that they've done things for, like, you know, like a like a Toyota commercial or something, or whatever, I don't know. Or user data, as in, like, you know, your, your toy store account. I don't know if there's a thing like that, you know. Um, a lot of toy animation stuff that comes to America, you know, Bandai produces it, too, so, who knows? But I will keep an eye on it and keep updating as much as I can. Uh, cause that's, you know, whenever these hacks, things like that happen, you never know what it entails. You know, it couldn't tell anything. So it's like, who fucking knows? But yeah, anyway, <sighs> there you go. Love you guys very much. Thank you for listening every week. Um, I got some things coming down the pipeline for all of you guys and some for just the patrons as well. Um, that being said, uh, I'm excited that you guys listen to this every week, and I love doing the newscast. It's very fun. So thank you very much. I love you very much. I'll always love you just the way you are. I've been Sam, and this has been the Anime Summit Newscast.